Hello and welcome to the Bath Rugby Plug, the rugby podcast by the fans, for the fans, plugging the boys in blue, black and white. Friday the 23rd of December, but us Bath fans have already been gifted some early Christmas gifts. To talk all about it, my name is Gabriel and I'm joined as ever by my good friend and fellow Bath fan Tom. Tom, happy early Christmas. Happy Christmas, mate. You're looking very festive in your Bath Rugby uh, Christmas jumper. I don't know who wore it better, you or Will Muir in the adverts, but I'll, I'll leave that to the to the to the listeners to, to to work out. But yeah, good to, good to be back. And I thought, yeah, I thought your interview with Miles Reed was 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 great. So um, glad to get my place back in the team. Yeah, just about scrape back into the side, Tom. And yeah, please do go back and check out my interview with Miles Reed that I recorded earlier in the week. It will be in this podcast feed where we talked a little bit about the news which had broken by that point of Finn Russell, the Scottish, British Irish Lion, and soon to be former Racing 92 fly half. And we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about that a couple of days after once the dust has settled, Tom. But that wasn't just it this week. The re-signing of Will Stewart and Tom Dunn, England international duo as well, as well as looking ahead briefly at the end to the Christmas Eve trip to Sandy Park. A little Christmas cracker for you um, a bit of a short podcast to catch up on what's been a, a really interesting and fascinating week Tom but let's not bury the lead we've got to talk Finn Russell something which we on the podcast a few weeks ago were skeptical about I think um, since that point that the kind of rumour grew um, to a point when when it was almost the worst kept secret in rugby when he played the the game for Racing 92 against Harlequins last Sunday, confirmed on Tuesday. What was your reaction when you when you saw the news? I couldn't quite believe it. I mean it's it's mm. it's it's not just the the name that he is, the salary demands, the quality that he brings, but obviously the trend in the league has very much been for players leaving mm. and you know England the the you know the the international pool's not quite been enough. You know, look at guys like Joe Marchant. Luke Cowan-Dickey, Sam Simmons, Jack Nell possibly to follow. England guys you know, in their prime who have been leaving, clubs that have been really struggling financially, making losses, taking out debt. And the future for a lot of those clubs is pretty dark and uncertain. And it may be that there's you know other clubs that follow down the same, same road as Wasps and Worcester. And then on the other hand, you look at the what's going on at Bath. And that's why I think the, the future is incredibly bright. To bring a player like... Russell into your ranks not only I think he will have a really really big impact on our performance next year and on a lot of the players around him as he's shown that he can do but I think it brings eyes to the league it brings eyes Mm. to the club and it's a massive statement of intent by Van Graham by the coaches and by Bruce Craig Tarkin McDonald all the guys who are uh, you know holding the purse strings at the top of the club that, that that we mean business and it's it's having been the laughing stock of the premiership last season we're now looking at, you know, we've now got another reason to be very, very excited about the future for Bath. Yeah, Bruce Craig must take a lot of credit for yeah. for this signing because obviously it will come in, Russell will come in as a, a marquee signing outside of the, the salary cap and, and therefore these are players that you can spend at the end of the day however much your your owner can afford to spend on them. And the, 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 the difficult position that loads of Premiership clubs find themselves in, there was a... A report out earlier in the week in in one of the um one of the newspapers surrounding the the, the amount of debt that the Premiership clubs yeah. are in, and I think Bruce Craig must take a lot of credit 
for for this signing and also kind of Johan van Gran and, and and the coaches being able to persuade Russell with the help of course of mm. the Czech that this is the right place for him to 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 progress his career. A player that has won one trophy in his career and will want to change that. Thirty years old now, yeah, will want to to add some silverware. It's it's a massive commitment financially. You know, it's mm. reported to be around the million mark, the nine fifty mark is what he's been paid. So twenty percent of the salary cap available to mm. for the rest of the squad of about you know 30, 35 senior squad members. So it's it's massive. You know, the club has been running a consistent loss over the last the last few seasons, obviously, obviously particularly through COVID when it was up in the you know the the three, four million mark. So yeah, it's a massive statement of intent. Let's just hope it's sustainable. The mm. the the indications are pretty good. You know, Bath running much lower levels of debt than guys like Wasps and even Newcastle, Bristol, who are obviously potentially Exeter as well, are potentially going to get ourselves in trouble. So yeah, I mean Bruce Craig and, and Tarkin McDonald, to be fair, they do cop quite a lot of stick obviously there's there's been stories in the past of when players haven't necessarily been treated well and things have ended poorly but I think we've got to say through COVID through the stadium for Bath stuff through Farley House uh, now Finn Russell re-signing you know big names as well in in Dunn and, and, and Stewie he's really put his money where his mouth is and we've got a lot to be lots to be lots to be thankful for on that front Absolutely, Tom. And that, that's kind of the off-the-field mm. the off the field stuff. Let's talk a little bit about the on-the-field stuff. What about Finn Russell excites you and, and what do you think he's going to bring to to Bath? First things first, I think, I've got to say, this. he's 30 years old, as you say, but I think he's very much a man that's in his prime. He's had four mm. seasons at Racing where he's he's you know he's led that team. He's had brilliant players around him, but he's really come on as a player in that time. And I think you've seen that in his performances for Scotland over that period when he's been selected mm. by Gregor Townsend, which has been a farce in itself. He at times have, has carried that side. We went, out, we went out to... What were you saying? He, well, he, Gregor Townsend can, can stop picking him now if you want. That's absolutely fine, yeah. Absol- <laughs> absolutely help, help yourself with that. And stop picking Cam Redpath and Josh Bayless while you're at it. And yeah. all, that was Have a go with but, Blair Kinghorn. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's he's been the the... The, the stand-up player in that Scottish side and at times has completely led the mm. team. I mean, I, I don't know if you saw the game in the autumn against, I think it was against Argentina, where they were under the cosh physically and a few moments of brilliance from Russell. Mm. He broke the line, offloads, cheeky little kicks. He 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 won that game essentially single-handed for them and he's good enough to to do that. I think as well, the thing that he does really well is just make players around him look better. And I think Mercurial Tens have a have a bit of a habit of doing that. You look at George Ford, Butch James, mm. uh, I said in the little piece I wrote to you as well, Stuart Barnes, even guys like Malone and Stephen Donald. They make other players tick. They make 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 players better around them. And they're also really, really good fun to watch. So I think if you were going to line up a list of marquee players, so players that you couldn't afford unless they were, you know, in the normal part of your salary cap. I think Finn Russell will be right towards the top of the players that I would, I would pick. So, yeah, I'm I'm pretty pleased, Jake. Yeah, I'm I'm certainly pleased with with the signing of Finn Russell. He's a he is a fantastic player to watch, and absolutely will be will be brilliant to see him in the blue, black, and white at the rack. And I really don't want to be negative on this because it's a it's a fantastic time to be a hopeful time to be a Bath fan and hopeful time of year. But I watch that side. And on on Saturday, last Saturday against Toulon, against Glasgow, the last couple of seasons, and I'm not sure we're a Finn Russell shaped hole away from being a Premiership contender. 
we still need, mm. and the signings of Stuart and Dunn are massive in this, but we still need a pack mm. that is going to go forward and is going to not be bullied and is not going to go back in the scrum and can maul teams. Because without that, you're just not going to win anything in the Premiership. And Finn Russell will will improve the team. Undoubtedly, he will improve the, the kind of enjoyment to watch the team. Undoubtedly. But is he... Is he the right man to kind of lead Bath to, to actually win some trophies in the current situation they are? If you're a side that's got that pack, if you're a Leicester, a Gloucester, someone like that who's got the pack, got the foundation, Finn Russell is the perfect player then to take you over the edge and win that premiership. Are Bath, in the current position they're mm. in now, the right side to be signing Finn Russell? I think, I, I, I think we are. Obviously, and particularly as a 10 you need the foundations. You need your mm. your your pack going forward. That said, he's played in a, a Scotland team that at times have been under the cosh, yeah. and he stood up even during during those times. Can he do it on a rainy night in in Stoke or in in the Rec? It's time will tell. And the Premiership is a very different league to to the French league and to some of the international rugby that that he will have played and when he played at, at, at Glasgow as well. I think on the you know on on the and I think you're particularly talking about front row, second row as well. Mm. A, we've re-signed Will Stewart, Tom Dunn, yeah, hooker, tight air prop, two massively important massive, parts yeah. of the, the cornerstone of the pack. The rumours around Thomas Detoit, who is third choice South African tight air prop, the world mm. champions, 135 kilos, 26 years old, you know, going into his prime. If we're able to get another player like that on our books, I think that goes a long way to 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 answering that question. So, Finn Russell's, Finn Russell's not going to be the answer to everything overnight. But I think, and we can we can come on to this and, and look at like what the squad is is shaping up to look like next next year. But I do think if, and it's a big if, we can keep these players injury-free and get them on the pitch. And obviously there's an element of that which is outside of your control. Mm. Losing Beno Urbano, Will Stewart for this season is very, very disappointing, but you can't do anything about that. But I think if you look at the squad that we've got within the salary constraints that we have, I think... I think we're we're really heading in, in in the right direction. The question I'll put to you as well mm. is, what would you have preferred that they've done? You know, you could put all your eggs, the, the marquee eggs, in the basket of a massive, massive name of a tight head prop. So a, a Vincent Cock or a Franz Malherb or a um, Taniella Tapua or whatever, what ha- or, or you know, even like Carl Sinclair, like a world class tight head prop. You could do that. Those guys will still be unavailable for international windows. And it's also a position where you're much more likely to see injuries come in because obviously the nature of those those positions. Finn Russell, on the other hand, has really never had any periods of his career oh, when he's when he's not been injured. Tempting so I know I am, but <laughs> you know, you you've got one player to get outside your salary cap. You want to see him on the pitch. You don't want him to, mm. to twist his knee and to be out for the whole season. If we're able to get rung down from the very, very top tight heads like Will Stewart and Detroit. We're able to get them both on our books and then we're able to get Russell to, to complement that. Yes, they'll still need to go forwards, but I think I think the the the, the balance of the, the balance is is, is 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 heading in the right direction for me. Yeah, and the you know Russell comes alongside the signings of Dunn, uh, of Stewart, yeah. of Hill, of um Barbary and of Ollie Lawrence, yeah. which is kind of builds out what what's looking like a pretty formidable squad heading into into next season. It's going to be a massively interesting end of the season and, and summer because there's going to be players that are 
currently kind of mainstays in that team and have been for a few years that that, that no longer will be and that there's going to be a lot of squad turnover yeah. and, and I think some off the field turnover with mm-hmm. with Johan van Grand as he kind of starts to shape this side into into a team that that he likes um but yeah it's 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 an exciting time and, and Russell's certainly part of that my my one question and obviously time will tell with this as well the the Johan van Grand style mm. is we, we know what it is. It's pragmatic. It's kicking. It's win the territorial game. It's not play from anywhere. It's it's yeah. not play off the, the 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 top of the line out of the back and 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 get the ball in hands. We've seen that. We've been frustrated by that at times, but it's it, we we can see it's working the right direction. Can Finn Russell fit into to to that mold? And will he will he want will 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 he will he be happy to to kick mm. to play the territorial game or will he go against the plan and you know is is there a fallout potential in the cards if he doesn't want to play the Van Grand style who's who's pushing this signing do you think who's pushing the 925 Finn Russell do you think it's Jan Van Grand or do you think it's Bruce Craig I don't think Jan Van Grand will be complaining but I do think it's uh it, it does feel like it will be I think he would make the ultimate decision but I think Bruce Craig McDonald will see that he you know see that his 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 contracts up. We'll see that Racing didn't want to offer him the same money. We'll see that he doesn't want to go to Japan, and I think it ultimately will be coming from there because it's not the most Van Grand signing in the world. Mm. I bet he'd rather spend it on Vincent Cock and even Ezra. Possibly, possibly. But as I say, I think we can still get some pretty good mm. operators in that area. In yeah, and, and maybe time will tell as well with the Thomas the Toy stuff. Yeah, stuff like heavily, heavily rumored to be coming soon. One quick one, one question for you. Mm. So. Back kind of kind of on on the pitch and and style of play, we saw with George Ford in that season, whatever it was, seven eight seasons ago, how he makes, as I say, players around him tick. So Carl Eastman's, mm. I know that you you know are a huge huge fan of him, and he played his best rugby union by far in a way. Jonathan Joseph, since mm. George Ford gone, we haven't seen the same Jonathan Joseph. Mm-hmm. We can debate the reasons, but George Ford made that backline tick and made those players mm-hmm. look world class at times. Who? How do you think? How do you think Finn Russell does that? Do you think Finn Russell does that? And what sort of players Ooh. we've got in our army? Do you think will will really benefit from him being <laughs> in the ten shirt? I mean, the one that, that Miles Reed brought up, obviously on on Tuesday night when I spoke to him, was Cameron Redpath. Happy birthday, Cameron Redpath! Happy birthday! And yeah, I think with that Scotland connection already kind of in place, and and with Cameron Redpath starting to 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 get some game time for Bath, I think that will be that will be absolutely key kind of connection in that midfield. And then whoever plays outside of, outside of that will, will, will also benefit whether that be a Will Bart, whether that be a Max Ajoma, mm. we'll, we'll, we'll kind of wait to see. But I also think it'd be fascinating the impact that he has on Orlando Bailey because yeah. 30 years old, Finn, uh, Finn Russell at this point, Orlando Bailey still, still very, very young. Um, and I still want to see Bailey, Bailey play for Bath and, and with Russell's international commitments, hopefully, he will not be kind of left out in the cold, but 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 we, I think Bath fans hoped that Cipriani would be the man to 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 kind of develop Bailey into the fly half that we want him to be. And and looking back, that's a completely laughable notion now. But Finn Russell might be that guy, and and we want Bailey to be what I want Bailey to be the player that can take it to the line. He's so much better when he's running with the ball, ball in two hands. Mm. That that it's similar to Russell. Really? If he can sort of add that kicking game, be that attacking kicking game, but also clearance kicking game. If Finn Russell can kind of 
help Bailey with that and, and also help the backs around him in, in Joma and in um, Redpath, then then yeah, that would be a really important aspect to the signing. Yeah, and you know, an Ollie Lawrence and uh, even a Joe Thock and a figure yeah. outside. Yeah, Ollie Lawrence. <laughs> Will, Will Muir getting his hands early. Yeah. You know, um, Pondra Glanville as well coming into the line. Matt Gallagher. It's, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's um, Roy McConaughey who's, who's, who's back from injury for, for, mm. for, for tomorrow. It's, 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 it's so exciting. And I think it's key, key as well will be how the relationship with Ben Spencer plays out. You know, talk about George mm. Ford, an incredibly important guy to the, how he works with Peter Stringer, giving him quick ball. Mm. Russell likes quick ball. You look at Maxime Machiner, you look at Teddy Ariberen, Ali Price. These are guys that give him quick ball, let him take it to the line. So it'll be important that, that Ben Spencer and whoever is deputising for him next season is... is, is uh, um, is on is on the same page, but I'm sure they will be, and I'm sure they're sure they're buzzing to to see him involved. But he is one man, G, and uh, two very much two much bigger men mm. are also on the books next next season. Podcast favourites Tom Dunn and, and Will Stewart resigning. Yeah, but to, cherry on top, really cherry on the Christmas pudding for for this week, wasn't it? In the news. Yeah, massive, absolutely massive. I was concerned a little bit with with Will Stewart in particular with the rumours. No, well. yeah, knowing that he was out of contract, but. Yeah, one more year confirmed with with both of them is is great. And and Dunny, I think Johan spoke about it in in the interview that he did when the re-signing was announced. In that he's just been absolutely pivotal to everything they've done since since Van Grand's come in, and he's been he's been massive this season. Uh, and and then Stewart, maybe player of the season actually. Mm. He's, he's he's up there. Maybe mm. you could argue make an argument for Ollie Lawrence, perhaps. But he's Matt, Gallagher. he's Matt Gallagher as well. Yeah, he's captained. Mm. He's been a prolific try scorer. He's yeah, I think he's he's had one of his best seasons actually. Having had a having had a bit of a drop off last season, I think he's back to back to the Tom Dunn we know and love. And then Stuart Stewart, twenty six year old tight end, kind of reaching his reaching his full potential, which is massive at the moment. So yeah, two two cornerstones of the pack. Hopefully, we can get Stuart fit and back in a in a blue rack and white shirt yeah. soon. And I would argue, you know, in the in the in the Gallagher Premiership, mm. Gallagher, the insurance company, not the Matt not the Gallagher. player. I would say hooker, tight head, fly half, probably the three most important positions in the team. Mm. And we've just made three, well, two re-signings and a big signing. So, hella news for next season. And if Barbary works out at eight, that's that's always quite pivotal as well. Yeah. To, uh, to get some go forward, Tom. This is obviously looking ahead to next season. Finn Russell will be joining after the Rugby World Cup, which is in September, October next season, um, twenty twenty really very soon to be this year um, quite incredibly but Bath will have played twice before the start of New Year and once on Christmas Eve against ex-Chiefs recording this on Friday Tom day before the match day almost 24 hours before kickoff we've got the team news uh, and I think really the highlight the kind of headline news from this team news is Sam Underhill returning to the team in the number seven shirt to partner Ted Hill and Josh Bayliss at number eight. And then looking at the backs, really, for me, the headline news was was um, Ben Spencer not starting at nine, coming off the bench with Louis Schroeder partnering Orlando Bailey, who's back at fly half, thank God, to um, to kind of lead that side, Tom. What what were your thoughts on on that team? On that team, and what are your thoughts on on the game in general? Well, it was brilliant to see Sam Underhill back. Obviously, mm. not played this season. And Big Mac back and Big Mac, of course. Yeah, I can't believe you you forgot yeah, that. But yeah, first time he's played this season. Hasn't played any rugby since the Australian uh, international on on July the fifth. So 
great to see him back. And I think earlier than than expected. And I think the Bath put out a uh, more fantastic social media content. Got there on it earlier in the week, weren't they? I don't know if you saw the Lionel Messi uh, comparison. Yeah, Loved it. Um, yeah, so Sam Underhill back, partnering Chad Hill. I don't think that's... Huh? Keep getting us those interviews, Lewis, and we'll keep uh, showering. We'll keep plugging you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Sam, Sam Underhill back, and I think it's, it's a, he's a key guy to have back against Exeter. I think Miles mm. Reid was, 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 was brilliant in the breakdown that that he gave and I think the key the key thing really against Exeter is you've got to be white and white when it mm. comes to discipline because if you let them and, and even though they're not the Exeter of two three seasons ago they've come back into a nice run of form now I think they're five from five on their last two in Europe against physical French sides um, if we give away 13 14 plus penalties and let them kick down into our corner it'll be incredibly difficult to keep them out so we need to be Really, really accurate at the breakdown. Try and slow them down. Try and get those get those turnovers. Mm. But we need to make sure that we're on the right side of the referee. And I think, yeah, Sam Underhills are, are going to be a key guy at the the, the breakdown in, in 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 that respect. Yeah. Then Rory McConaughey not played since the start of November, mm. so great to see him back as well. And actually, the injury list in general, I think, starting to come yeah, back, yeah. starting to look pretty good. Really, with apart from the notable, you know, long term absences of Abano, Charlie Yules, and. Yaku Kutsia, Van Belzer as well. So yeah, it's uh it's a it's 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 a good side. Matt Gallagher preferred to Tom de Glanville and another six two split on the bench. So no massive surprise there. It's been the theme of the last few weeks, but against Exeter, not a big surprise. And Max Ajoma slipping on to the bench, I'm pleased to see to to cover all bases as he as he does so well when he when he comes on. Yeah, the the pack's got a really big day, haven't they? And and particularly in that scrum. Uh, and that line-out area where we can't give away penalties at scrum time. We need to have parity in that department. And, and, and when we do give away penalties and they do kick into the corner, we need to have a couple of occasions where we, we hold them out um, because, yeah, th- they'll get opportunities and, and, and we need to limit the opportunities, but also when, when they are on our line, try and hold, hold them up and, and get that, yeah. that goal like yeah. drop out yeah. because... That'll be absolutely pivotal to, to beating this side. So a really big day for for that front five. Boyce, Dunn, Ray, Spencer and Fergus Lee Warner. I've, I've got a big day at the offing against yeah. a, a really nice looking extra front five. And then on the bench as well, Archie Griffin, mm. the guy that we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, obviously with his his mullet putting Tom Dunn's to shame, him having made his Premiership Rugby Cup debut, is now in the Premiership Rugby 23 for the first time. So that is a tough assignment against, yeah, an extra... You know, you look at the the guys that they're coming off the bench. Josephus Scott, who's a monster, I think, Australian loose, mm. and then Patrick Schickling, who's been involved with England. So it's a big day. It's going to be a tough day, but yeah, it's we if we're going to play this style of rugby. We 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 need to front up. We can have all the stardust we want, but we need to we need we need to be matching them them physically. Any chance of a of another early Christmas present for Bath tomorrow? I think it will be. T- I'd like to think it will be tight. I think, <laughs> but I I don't know I I think Exeter might have a little bit too much muscle and a little bit too much quality. I mean, you look at the guys that they've got to know on the backs as well: Ollie Woodburn, Henry Slade, Jack Nile, Josh Hodge, and then you know, Stuart Hogg on the bench as well. There's a lot of quality there at home for Christmas. I think I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be tough. And you know, we're four from four defeats now in all competitions. Mm. We're in danger of going on the slide a little bit after after yeah. after um. You know, obviously being being four from four prior to that, so or three from three. Can't remember anyway. After building up some nice momentum, but 
I struggle to I struggle I struggle to see it. Yeah, I tend to tend to agree with that assessment. If you are going, have a fantastic day. Get there safely. Get back safely. It looks like a tough one to to get to. So yeah, if you are going, cheer loudly and and hopefully you'll you'll have a a fantastic day. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening throughout this this year and 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 so far this season. We really do appreciate the support. So enjoy the rugby over over on Christmas Eve. If you're going, if you're not going. Um, we'll be back before the New Year to talk about that and then the New Year's Eve game against um, against Newcastle Falcons at the wreck. But have a fantastic Christmas, a blue, black and white Christmas. Um, thank you for listening and stick behind the boys through thick and thin.